temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Help you will receive from ASC Certified Technician Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive. Yeah, we'll get it, uh, keep it going for you. Denny Long here, and uh, Nick Stoffel is with us this morning from Lloyd's Automotive. He runs that place there on Grand Avenue. Nick, good morning. How are you feeling these days? Oh, I'm doing great, Denny. How about yourself? Well, I'm fine, too, but I didn't have to heal up from any particular thing. <laughs> and But well, you I'm did. Getting, I'm uh, getting there. You are getting there. That's good to hear. Uh, Nick is uh, helping us out, as he has for many, many years here, along with his uh, pal uh, Dan Burns. Uh, If you have any kind of a car care question, you need to bring in your vehicle for service. Uh, This is the guy you want to chat with. You can call in your question. You don't have to be a motorhead either. Uh, If you drive a car and you have problems with it, you can call or text Nick. Same number for either a phone call or text, 651 461 9226. Having a bit of a chat with uh, my friend Dennis, uh, whom you know, who's running the board down there, our producer Dennis, and we were talking about uh, electric cars. And uh, it's funny because we, we just received a text from a, uh, a listener uh, who says, Good morning. Yesterday I saw an all electric truck that had the name Rivian on the back of it. Is this the new make? Have you heard of it? Uh, I, I have. I don't know about you, uh, Nick. Um, I've seen it in some of my uh, car magazines. It's kind of nice, kind of expensive. It's expensive, but you know, every new technology is always expensive. And right, you know, the truth is that we need uh, people buying those types of vehicles so we can they can uh, sell them so they can make some money to do a little more R R and D and you know get those prices coming down so it's a little more mainstream. It just can take a while, you know. It's the next technology. Electric cars will be. Just fine. I promise it'll be just fine when they make their full swing. And who knows what it does for uh, the Minnesota market. I'm sure out on the coast it'll be something a little more prevalent sooner. Um, but, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll be there. Don't worry. It, it's coming. Just be patient. Well, what Dennis and I were talking about, not only just electric cars, but charging stations, where are they? If my vehicle, electric vehicle, will go 300 miles and I get to my destination, how do I get back if I can't find a charging station? Or, or is this something you can, uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, where, where do you see, do you see those? Maybe I just don't look for them. Well, they're they're around. You know, a lot of the uh, uh, like Target, I know has been seen with Target, and you know, there's a few here and there, and you know, so supply and demand and the need. You know, there's not that many electric cars out and about, right. and I, I, I believe a lot of people have ways to charge them while they're at home. But that brings up a good question. You know, if you if you need fuel, gasoline, you can stop and fill it back up and 
five minutes, you're back on your way. Yeah. Where with these, it'll take some time. So there's some planning and, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it's going to be a process, you know. And I, I, like I said, it, it's a very uh, hot topic and gets people all fired up. But um, you shouldn't be afraid of technology. You know, it's our, you know, I'm excited for the new um, systems in place, you know, and a, it really a hybrid and a full electric vehicle aren't that different. Um, other than the fact that it doesn't have any gasoline component to it, but a lot of the technologies have been wrong for a long time. So it's just a matter of the battery capacities and, you know, what are they going to do with these batteries and we have to recycle them? And there's a lot, a lot, a lot of thought that still has to happen, but um, we'll see if it's around, if it's full, full, uh, full bore by my, in my career or not. We'll see, but um, I'm ready for it. Yeah. I think a lot of people are, as a matter of fact, little by little, uh, let's grab a phone call, Nick, this morning. I think Jake is calling in from uh, Ham Lake, Minnesota, this morning. Jake, thank you for waiting. What is your question for Nick? Yeah, what could cause uh, 2015 Cadillac uh, check engine light to come on, and then it took it uh, to the dealer, and they checked it out. They couldn't find anything wrong. They just reprogrammed it. And Is this common, or what could possibly cause it to come on? Well, you know, there's... Um depending what the code that was stored and the symptoms related to it, um, from time to time, cars can have a hiccup and it can set a code and, you know, cars come into the shop, the light is on, they, you know, we have one of our tech mechanics, technicians do a little assessment and um, sometimes you can get a code and go right to that system in the vehicle and prove out the faulty component or part. Sometimes everything's operating just fine. So sometimes the best path, instead of creating a problem, is like let's reset it. The code that was stored isn't, critical in the sense it's going to be stranded or give you any trouble. So we reset it, you drive it. If it continues to be just fine without the returning of the code, it was just a hiccup. If it's reoccurring, then we're going to have to spend some more time in, which is money, trying to figure out what's going on. So I think what they did is that fair, it was just a hiccup. If it's reoccurring, then we're going to have to spend some more time in, which is money, trying to figure out what's going on. So I think what they did is that fair first time, you know, saving you a little money up front versus just assuming anything. And then, um, if the light goes back on, you know, write down any information you can, when, you know, drive cycle, any, anything that was happening when that came back on, take it back to the dealer and share that with them, and hopefully that can give them a little more information to uh, get that solved. But hopefully it'll be just fine. All right. Thank you for the call. If you uh, want to call in your question for Nick, that's great. If it's easier to uh, just uh, send a text, that's good too. 651-461-9226 either. A call or a text, 651-461-9226. Tell you what, let's grab another call. I think Steve is calling in from uh, uh, Lake Elmo this morning. Thank you, Steve. What's your question this morning? Hi, Nick. Uh, I've got a 2018 uh, Chevrolet 2500 HD with a 6.6 Duramax in it. Uh, my question's on oil, and I kind of know your opinion at least twice a year, but I don't drive it that much, and I and I run Amsoil 15W40 full synthetic with their absolute filter element, which says 25,000 miles on that element. Now, would you still go twice a year and change it? Um, let's say I put 15,000, 16,000 a year on it. Well, what's your opinion on that? Well, then I would say he's obviously very uh, informed and on top of things. I guess the general rule uh, twice a year, maybe is what my mindset is someone that um, short drives, you know, maybe they're just in the grocery stores or they're going to church or 
you know, you know, the short trips that we ha- we see a lot of people in the in the city having, and in those situations, we see a lot more moisture condensation that the oil will collect and create sludge. On your truck, if you're using a high-end oil, a superior filter, and you're aware of it, you keep an eye on it, you don't see any symptoms, and you're able to do that, I think it's fine to, to do it annually at that point. Um, but you have to make sure that you're on board with the plan and you're going to be paying attention and you're going to do all the little things just to prevent the problem. But typically, I, you know, this gentleman here with this truck, you know, that's not the t- typical um, person where I'm going to t- say you should do it twice a year. So I think in his case, it'll be just fine going annually. It's a good product and a good filter. All right, very good. Just want to alert to Ed and Worthington, you're going to be next on the phone. Uh, as we head to this break, a texter uh, sent this about the EV charging stations, and I think it's a good point. There are several, this texter says, good EV charging apps showing location and charging rate of uh, charging stations. Uh, that's great. That's good information. And, yeah, as, as, as we get more uh, EV vehicles on the road, uh, you're going to find more of that uh, those places. So uh, thanks for that. That's great information. We have great listeners. All right, stand by. We'll uh, take this uh, quick break. Be right back with more of our Car Care Show. In the Twin Cities, actually, we dropped a degree in the last hour. 38 is the current temperature reading. We're heading for a high with sunshine near 61 today. But how about this? Uh, Wednesday, we could hit near 81 degrees. Again, 38 now here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And a good Saturday morning to you, the 8th of April. It's a holiday weekend. Hope yours is going well. We're in the midst of CCO's Car Care Show. We are here every Saturday in the 7 o'clock hour. Thanks to good folks like Nick Stoffel, who again runs uh, Lloyd's Automotive. Uh, Nick, for those that uh, maybe need your help or want to uh, check out, say come over and say hi. How do we find you Find you guys there? Absolutely. Um, we're at 982 Grand Avenue in St. Paul, right on the corner of Grand and Chatsworth, two blocks down from Lexington Parkway. Um, if you ever have to give us a call, it's uh, 651-228-1316. And if you're in front of your device, computer, phone, um, it's lloydsautomotive.net is our website to take a look. L-L-O-Y-D-S, Lloyd's Automotive. We'll get you that info yeah. before Nick leaves us, which is going to be about 7.45 this morning, by the way. Then it's Jack Farrell time. Uh, i tell you what, let me give you our number. It's either good for a phone call or text for Nick, 651-461-9226. We promised Ed in Worthington he would be next. Ed, uh, thanks for waiting. What What is your question for Nick? Yeah, thank you. Uh, <clears throat> calling for a friend, uh, got an I believe it's an 06 uh, Subaru. It's uh, putting fluid into the overflow gallon jar, filling it, and overheating. What could be her, her problem? So on a Subaru, I would suspect what's going on. What he's saying that he's got uh, uh, the, the cooling system overflow reservoir that's under the hood there is getting refilled where it shouldn't be. Um, that's likely the result of something with the head gasket. Uh, what the head gasket does is it kind of, uh, it's a gasket between the engine block and the cylinder heads. And if there's a failure or a breach there, it'll allow the exhaust gases to leak into that cooling system through, through the, through the gasket area. And if that happens, then you pressurize the cooling system, which is going to force a bunch of air 
into it, which was going to cause that uh, overflow tank to, to overflow and overheat and a whole lot of issues. So I, I would say to have your friend at least take it to the mechanic, have it looked at. It's, if it is a head gasket, it's a very costly and a very involved procedure, you know, removal of the engine and the disassembly and a lot of work's involved there. So um, it's worth having a look, get an estimate, then they can make a better determination on a car that's uh, older car. And I don't know the mileage on it, but I, I have a look at it before we make any uh, rash decisions here. All right. Good point. Nick, here's one uh, text that says, a 2010 Ford Fusion, midwinter, the wipers started coming on without even turning them on, especially when it got real cold. In order to get them off and down on the windshield, uh, listeners said they had to turn them on and off a couple of times. What do you think's going on there? Well, that's unique for sure. Um, my, my guess would be that there's something within the switch that's not toggling or not sending information. Um, you know, sometimes in, it happens to all of us, um, but it's possible that when they were last using them or shipped the vehicle off, they were on, they froze the windshield, and then when things freed up, they kept going, which can cause a lot of stress, maybe damage the motor. Um, I'd be curious to see how things go, especially if you know, we get some rain in the next week or so. When it's warmer, if they're able to operate normally, and it's just a cold weather problem because then, you know, you got a, a whole other array of issues there so i would i'd pay attention to it if it if they're not coming on now and it's, as it's warming up i wouldn't be too alarmed or worried about it and if it gets to the summer just fine just remind yourself next fall or winter when it gets cold again if you have similar issues you probably need to have that looked at all right very good uh let's grab another phone call barry uh is next up here barry calling in from st louis park barry what is your question this morning yeah, hey, thank you. Um, I have a 2014 Nissan Pathfinder that's got 213 rounds on it. It runs great. Um, I'm on my second transmission, and the transmission is shuddering, pretty starting to get heavy between shifting. I've been told that it could be it's likely a belt inside of the transmission, but I've also been told that it could be an external solenoid. Is that a possibility? You know, the the purpose of the solenoids is to... You know, if, if they are available externally on that, I don't know for a fact. Um, some vehicles do. But the solenoid turns on and off when it, the computer commands it to shift. If there's something uh, sticking within that solenoid, so it's not moving smoothly, like it's shuddering, for example, like you, like you described, that could create a, a shutter problem. I'd also look at the fluid condition. Um, you, know, you know, that maintenance, just like oil for the engine, the fluid for the transmission needs to be serviced, needs to be exchanged. A lot of time it's just a drain and fill. But getting a sample of that fluid out, um, maybe check with the scan tool or test drive with the scan tool so you can see what's happening within the computer system when that shutter is occurring. You might notice that that, uh, that solenoid is not getting enough power or if it's, it's got a bad ground or something causing that to operate properly. Or you might see that everything's turning on and off like it should, but mechanically, internally, something's creating that problem. So I think it's worth a couple steps, especially if it's repairable without replacement before you have too many more miles on it to create a, uh, a bigger problem for yourself. Okay. Uh, this uh, texter, uh, Nick, says it's a, uh, actually two vehicles, uh, but a 2011 Ford Fiesta and a 2013 Explorer. Both have issues with catalytic converters and O2 sensors, but the question is, I guess, about the the 2011 Fiesta, the code says it needs a new catalytic converter. Do you think this is accurate? 
Well, I'm assuming that they're seeing a, uh, a code that's uh, P0420, which is a converter efficiency. And what, what that does is that the computer, you know, it turns the light on, right? And it can turn the light on the information it's receiving. Well, there's not a way to actually look at the converter itself. So the computer system and the cars are designed to have a oxygen sensor before the converter and one after the converter. So when that code is flagged, it's flagged because it sees uh, similar readings from both sensors. But in reality, if that converter, which is a filter, is cleaning the exhaust, the exhaust going into the converter versus what's coming out will be different, meaning it'll be cleaner going out. So that sensor's reading should be different. So it's possible that the converter itself is no longer able to filter the exhaust. It's also possible that one of those sensors isn't reading properly because the sensor's faulty, confusing the computer and turning the light on. So I wouldn't, just because there's a, a code and a word in it, you know, we'll see, oh, I have this code, I need spark plugs, or I need a fuel injector, or I need a converter. Well, those are possible replace or repairs, but it's also possible that the information is just confusing the computer, so it's flagging the code off what it sees. So I would go one step further, have somebody truly go through and t- test that out before I would assume anything. All right. Hang on, Nick. We're going to have a look at that forecast, and we come back. We have uh, some uh, minutes remaining in our car care show here on 830-WCCU. Don't go away. Keep in mind, our phone number is also our text number, 651-461-9226. Back with more after the forecast here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. More after the forecast here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here, along with ASC Certified Technician Dan Burns, who's going to be on next week. However, Nick Stoffel, who runs the joint there at Lloyd's Automotive, is uh, doing all the heavy lifting today, and we appreciate your work on the holiday uh, weekend, Nick. Thanks for, for doing that. Uh, i tell you what, let's, uh, before we run out of time, let's grab some phone calls and some more text messages. Jim is calling in uh, from Faribault, I believe, this morning. Jim, thank you. What is your question for Nick? Yes, I would like to talk about electric cars. Sure. And uh, I want to know, uh, I've kind of figured it up, and I want to know how much it costs per mile to run one. Okay. That's a, a good question. No. And, and, and there's studies out there, too. I'd like to, it's a few cents. It's, it's considerably cheaper than running gasoline, obviously. It's just the um, effectiveness, or and not the effectiveness, like it's availability. Um, and, 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 and like when you take the cost to run the vehicle, are we talking about just about on a single charge or a single tank of fuel? Are we talking about the life of the vehicle, repair costs? I mean, I don't know what the longevity of these batteries ultimately will be, especially in our climate. We have the cold winter. I think with the technology, they'll get better. But if you have an electric vehicle and it gets to be 10, 12 years old, some of like a lot of the hybrids that we see, those battery replacements on a hybrid vehicle could be several thousand dollars. It could be a multiple of that on a electric vehicle. So if you look at the cost of repair and you end up replacing a battery, you start doing that math and it's a little different. Now, if you're going to have an electric vehicle for five, six, seven years, by all means, I think it'll be just fine. Then that you know, it's a decision you have to make for yourself. But um, obviously when you plug it into the charger at home, you know, it costs a few dollars to charge a vehicle. And if you do the math, it's, 
not uh, not nowhere near what it costs to fill it with the, with the gasoline. But when you go over the course of the life of the vehicle and you look at repair costs and some of these other things, um, you know, it, it might be a little different story. All right. Um, well, we got a bunch of text messages too, Nick. Let's see how many we can help before you leave us today. Uh, here's a 2014 F-150 twin turbo. They have an oil burning smell. They replaced the vacuum pump on the rear of the motor as it was wet. Still smell it, but can't see the source. What's next, do you think? You had mentioned in an earlier uh, call about a valve cover gasket. You think that's next, is the texter's question. Well, it's um, it's difficult. Uh, first, they make sure you cleaned out all the residual oil. You know, the way these vehicles are designed, these motors are designed, they're not as exposed and as open as they once were. So when you do a, a, a repair for a leak as such, you got to you know, obviously make sure the repair is complete and correct, but then you have to clean all the residual oil that can be, you know, nooks and crannies and the little valley areas. You end up having that stuff that might be uh, dripping into the exhaust or onto a hot surface for a long period of time that will keep giving that smell. So before you go down the path of having another issue, let's make sure that we cleaned up the first one really well. Get, you know, and then once it's been cleaned really well, <clears throat> drive it for a, maybe a week or so to allow it to, burn off and if you're still having a problem well then we talk and we get a closer look and try to determine if there's what won't be, won't be causing that uh, smell to continue okay another listener says this nick if you do a lot of short trips how often should you take a longer one to burn off any moisture that might be in the oil can you do such a thing um no the oil. i mean the once the oil starts to kind of collect that it's not going to really go away but i do think a um, you know, we, we talk with people from time to time, you know, and Lloyd's is right in the middle of the city and, you know, we have a grocery store four blocks away and we have a bunch of church, you know, I always use the grocery store and churches as my examples because they're real close proximity, but sometimes they'll tell folks if they're comfortable and capable, um, if you're going to go to the grocery store, go the long way or go to the one that's out in the first tier suburb. I mean, not often, but just, um, you know, if once every few weeks, if you can get it out, let it stretch stretch its legs a little bit. You know, it's good for the car. Uh, get out, you know, if you're comfortable, get on the highway and, you know, get it up to full running temp and let all the condensation burn out of the exhaust. Um, you know, allow the transmission to get cycled all the way through. And, you know, this, all those systems really appreciate the brakes, you know. Um, so the moisture in the oil, once it becomes that sludgy substance, doesn't go away. you got to change it. But right. that sludgy substance will start to stick to surfaces too. So we want to be careful not to, um, not to let that happen. So I don't want I don't want to get people too worried because it's not not that big of a deal. But I, I think if you uh, do regular maintenance, like we've always said, Denny, you and your car will be just fine. Yep. Well, here's another uh, oil question. Uh, good morning. This one says 2017 Ford Mustang, 22,000 miles on it, 3.7 V6. The oil is changed in the fall when the car is stored for the winter. Probably only run for about ten minutes while getting it in position for the winter park. Does the oil need to be changed again before driving for summer? No. So the um, the heat he, the heating and the cooling with the engine getting up to full temp of two hundred degrees and cooling down to ambient temp. That's the condensation that I'm talking about. Where if, if your car is just sitting there and check the oil, yeah, clearly if you see something that's of a concern. Obviously, this vehicle is important to this person. It's near and dear to their heart. They're not driving it in the winter. It's low mileage. It's a cool vehicle. So, you know, be aware of it. Look at it. You know, check, you know, pull the dipstick, take a look at it. If you have any 
questions or pausing change it. It's not, you know, it's not a horrible idea, but um, the fact that there's no miles on it's been sitting, I'm sure it'll be just fine. All right. Texter wanted to know, uh, they uh, they got their uh, garage floor coated with uh, epoxy last summer. They're asking me, how do I clean the floor, and is it difficult to do? No. Do you know of a company to hire to clean the floor? I don't. Uh-huh. I actually, I, I, I kind of enjoy doing it myself. If I, I use the garden hose, but what's really fun is I use my pressure washer, and uh, that really does good. And then a squeegee. Get a good squeegee. Right, Nick? Well, good squeegees are a blessing. Yeah, uh, that's very true. As you know, there's a certain type of rubber that you need to be able to properly squeegee a floor, which if if people are in in our industry, know about cleaning floors and scrubbing floors and squeegeeing floors. But, you know, this listener, we're getting into that spring cleaning type of the year where it's a great idea to pull everything out of the garage and sweep it up and rinse it down and get it good and clean and only put back in the garage what you really need and get rid of the rest. But, um it's that time of the year, so I would say yeah. have at it. I will be doing that very thing, thanks to that listener. This uh, this is our final question here. My all-season tires listener says, have about 430 seconds of tread left. Should I replace them? Love the show. Well, the maybe, and I'll try to be quick here. Um, 330 seconds is kind of the minimum. 430 seconds is 130 seconds of an inch away, which isn't far. So if you are planning any road trips coming up yes you should replace them it appears that we're done and i should knock on wood here with any kind of all that white stuff that causes the roads to be slick um but you know you, you know your vehicle you know your routine um i i personally would say you know i got uh i pull a trailer on my truck so i'm not going to risk it i'm going to get new tires uh, my family and i are going to the black hills uh in june i'm going to replace them before that right like i would i would kind of you know take in consideration what my schedule and what my lifestyle my plans are all right very good well nick thank you so much happy easter to you and your family uh continue uh, healing up there and i know we'll talk with your buddy dan uh next week but in the meantime how do we get in touch with you guys at lloyd's automotive absolutely uh the phone number at lloyd's is 651 651- Two two eight one three one six, and if you're ever on Lovely Grand Avenue, it's right on the corner of Grand and Chatsworth, yellow brick building, green awnings, beautiful building. And then if you're in your, if you want to see a picture of it, you get on the website LloydsAutomotive.net, and uh, you can check us out. Absolutely, great place, great people. Nick, uh, thanks again. Happy Easter again, and we'll talk to you. We'll probably see you in the next week or two. Sounds good. Thank you, Denny. All right, Nick Stoffel from Lloyd's Automotive. Jack Farrell's wine chat is straight ahead. Then get those lawn and garden questions ready because we're going to have not only Julie Weisenhorn, but John Trappy, a turf expert, next hour here on 830-WCCO. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 